Yo, 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 welcome back to the Walk It Talk It podcast. I'm back. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I did for sure. Ate a lot. I'm full. Full as ever. Still, currently, still full. But we got a special guest on this episode. We're going to do it over the phone because he couldn't make it in person. But we got Julius Reynolds in the building. Coming on pretty soon. But before we get into that, I'll give you a little rundown. Give me a little something, something, you feel me? So, anyway, so I didn't drop last week, you know, because Thanksgiving, you know, I was just spending time with the family, just chilling, relaxing, you know, enjoying the time off, all that type of stuff. So I decided not to upload. But the week before that, upload the episode with D1 Down. Hope y'all tapped in with that. And now we back on schedule with these weekly uploads. And then next week's going to be a fire episode, and the week after that's going to be a fire episode. Already have it lined up. I've been running into some people canceling, you know, stuff like that. Just time not coming together. It's all good for those people, but shit happens, you know what I'm saying? Stuff happens, but let's get into this episode, man. Make sure y'all walk it like you talk it. This is the Walk It, Talk It podcast. Let's get into it. Yo, we got Julius Reynolds in the building. How you feeling? I'm good, good, family. How you feeling? Bro, same old, same old, good, chilling. And speaking of that, I ask this guest this question every single time I have a podcast. I need your honest answer to this. Got it? Yeah. I bet. On a scale from 1 to 10, where's your mental and where's your physical? Um, I say right now, mentally, I'm at like a 6. Physically, you know, just coming off an injury. I mean, I just had PT earlier today, so I'm a little sore. So I say six even. I feel it. I feel it. And uh, what do you say for the mental again? Uh, six. And why is that, my boy? That's 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 pretty low. I mean, that's above average. I mean, I don't know. I just I feel like I I ain't been in the Bible enough today or yesterday. You know, I that's feel usually what take care of my problems for it. I feel you. I feel you. So, how was your Thanksgiving and all that? What you had going on? I mean, I got to see some some of my dogs. Yes, sir. A little bit before, a little Friendsgiving, you know. Uh, but then after that, it was really just me and my dudes crib, and I ain't been there in a while. But it was good to see all my family, and you know, being African, you know, I'm eat great. So <laughs> I'm already know it. Spices yeah. and all, spices and all. Yeah. So we are gonna get into this. So talk to me about you know the growing up. What it's like going through school, high school, and all that. Just give, give us, like, a little life lesson. Um, I mean, my journey is a little bit different than everybody's. You want, like, overall? Is that what you're asking for right now? You say your journey is, like, yeah. So, like, you say your journey is a little different from everybody else. So, elaborate into that. Yeah. I mean, for me, so, like, growing up, coming here to Minnesota from New York, like, I, didn't, I was a little younger, so I didn't really have no friends, but... Um, once I got here, like, it was smooth. Like, I lived in Brooklyn Park for a little bit. And then once my parents had my twin brothers, then we moved into Coon Rapids, and we were kind of there ever since. Um, i say elementary was, it was all right. I mean, I was, like, just your typical black kid with, you know, <laughs> you know, a ball cut on, you know. Ooh, you want to Yeah, yeah. So you know how that goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> i say middle school is really when uh, I kind of went through it. And I think most part of that is just because, like, I was so focused on, like, being out with my friends and worry about growing up too early that, like, me and my relationship with God kind of faded. 
if that makes sense. No, I, no, I make that make perfect sense. Yeah, so I guess that's really the only reason why I guess I kind of went through it like seventh to eighth grade specifically, uh, and then in into high school up until I say like my sophomore year, that was that was kind of like my lifestyle. Like I was good at sports, but you know I was doing all the extra stuff that I shouldn't be doing just because you know I was valuing my friends and what they said over what my parents said, what God wants, and really what was best for like my life that I wanted. If that makes sense. No, so. yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So, when did you move here? When did you move? When did you move from New York to Minnesota? Uh, when I was three. Oh, Ty, yeah, I didn't, don't, I didn't don't know quote you. me on that though. Yeah, I didn't know you were from New York. And then, what high school did you go to? I went to Blaine High School. Yep, yep. Okay. So then, so how was your high school life like? Man. Uh. I mean, for me, my transition to high school was smooth just because, again, because, like, the choices I had made in the past, like, a lot of my friends was older. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't really have no trouble transitioning to high school. It was honestly kind of weird because in middle school, you know, people would try and make fun of me and all that stuff. And, like, you know, they'd be trying to diss on me. Like, I was a funny kid, but, like, people would, like, hate. But then we got to high school and, like, then all of a sudden, you know, clout became a thing, but, like, everybody knew me, and I was, like, the well-known freshman, you feel me? So No, yeah. Um, it was kind of weird to see how people changed just because of how other people that were older, like, perceived me, you know? No, facts, facts. Like, it was weird. Like, a lot of people in middle school that wasn't messing with me, either, like, whether it be a girl or a boy, you know? But, like, once we got to high school and they saw, like, what it was, then all of a sudden, like, I was, like, their best friend or, like, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> That's usually how I go, like to that. be honest. That's usually yeah, how I go. Stuff like that, I ain't messed with for real. But, I mean, that's what comes with it, you know? No, that's facts. So, you spoke on the clout. So, I want to I wanna know your opinion on, quote-unquote, you know, popularity. And, you know, high, I'm going to say high school because that seems to be more of a thing in high school. So, what's your thoughts on, quote-unquote, popularity? I think it's dumb, looking back on it. But what's your thoughts? Um, I mean, personally, like, looking back on it now, and mind you, I was never, like, like I said, I came into high school not having, like, I had, like, I had club, but I never thought of it as nothing. I thought of it like, I just have a lot of friends, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's how, like, and that's how I think of it. But, um, like, looking back on it, like, I feel like a lot of the popular kids in my school, and I say popular like with quotations, and I guess you can consider me one of them, but a lot of them didn't really do nothing with like their lives after high school. You feel me? Like they became normal people. Yeah. So like looking back on it, I just think it's weird how like, you know, like whether it be females or like other dudes or like teachers, like how they glorified certain people and then they got out of high school and then just became regular people. You know what I'm saying? So no, yeah, really, really, really that, that clout stuff, like it ain't really nothing, bro. It's just people wanting to be something other than themselves for real. Yeah, that's, that's true, so, bro. That, and that's how I go mostly in high school, to be honest. Yeah. You feel me? Cause like, I remember like there was kids that was playing varsity before me and woo, they were supposed to be this and that. And like now they're not even, in sports no more like yep, just yep, yep. straight alcoholics normal students you feel me and i'm still here grinding no facts you know so. so it's like i don't know i never really looked into that stuff for real like i always been humble like i i ain't never like my the friend groups that i got i mean you can attest to this yep. like my friends is like the dudes that like i always felt like 
was close with me and like that stuck with me since the jump. Like when me and you met, like yeah, I think me and you met maybe what six, five years ago now. Yeah, bro, that was like and when I was like a. That's when we were we were like what sophomores or juniors in high school. Juniors, something like that. But like you got to think about that. We we have we don't like check up on each other all the time. We don't see each other a lot. But like look at us, like we still locked in. You know what I'm saying? Like you no feel facts, me? facts though. Right. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I only got so many friends now, but like, it's just the same people I grew up with. Like, that's how I always been. And like, I pay attention to like how people move uh, around certain people. And like, when we just by ourselves, you know, cause that's how you can really determine how somebody is. Cause somebody going, they, people going to show you their true colors. It's just kind of whether you believe them or not, you know? No facts. And um, to be honest, I'm glad you said that because like, like you said, we know each other for like six years, but you know we don't see each other that much. But we it's still like we see each other like nothing ever happened, and like that's what yeah, some and people it's like we pick off right where we left off. Yeah, like, exactly because and there's always it always like I was telling my girl when uh, <clears throat> when we went there like man like every time I'm with y'all, bro, it ain't never a dull moment. And it always it's always a family environment. And that's what I love because that's what I was growing up on. You for know? real, that's though. how I was raised. So. Yeah, for real, because I, I think some people really don't understand. Some people don't under get that, understand that. They think it's like people being fake and all that. And I, I, I don't think that's true at all. Like, we, we grown, we grown man, so we got other stuff going on. And like, like you said, like we said, bro, like we saw each other for, for Friendsgiving, locked in. And I look at it as you on the podcast. We still chop it up. The whole six years, whatever. We still, we, we were still ch- chopping it up on social media and all that type of stuff, running to each other. I popped out to your grad party. No, so it's still love, and it's still love for my love. end. And you got to think, you got to remember, you saw how many niggas was at my grad party, but all them niggas you had seen before, damn near. Like, Facts. like you know what I'm saying? Like, all my friends know who my friends are because there ain't a lot of them. You feel me? No, that's true. That's true. And that's how I like it, for real, because at the end of the day, I don't want to surround myself with people that I know not going to be able to, like, be around my kids to, like, be there to support me when I do something, for real. That's true, bro. I, I can't say that I picked y'all put y'all in my life you know but when he put y'all in my life like i took heed of it you know what i'm saying like i peeped it i said okay god i see what you're doing for real so oh yeah everything bro everything happens for a reason bro like you know who who was there from the jump bro like my circle was so much bigger back in high school and now my circle's small as shit and that's, that's just how i like it to be honest all 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 the fake people all the extra niggas off to the sidelines like that like yeah. like people like you just you just see that from afar when that's gonna happen at the moment you don't see but like when you like look back now and then you look back then you be like damn like that shit's crazy like cause I know yeah. I know the same thing probably happened to you it happens to everybody I mean my so here's the thing though like my high school friend group was like dudes that I had went to elementary school with to middle school with and then to high school with. So, like, we they've known me, like, my whole life. Type, type. You know what I mean? And, like, I've been blessed, bro. Like, I ain't going to tell you, like, straight up. Like, I really only done had one homie that fell off, for real. But, like, that's just because, like, he done had some mental health problems. And he been in and out of jail and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that, when you deal with stuff like that, that, that can really change you. But other than him, like, me and my dog still as close as ever. You feel me? Like, I was just with them this last weekend when I was home. So See, that's what's up. And that's rare. Like, that's... That's 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 really rare because my my friend group back in high school, there's only what six people left out of like twenty or whatever what whatever number it was, and that's yeah. the ones that like and the main ones that are here is now are the main ones we was like doing stuff back then. So I kind of I kind of seen that coming, but that shit just crazy to me how how life just switched like that. Yeah, 
So, no, nah, hey, just, go ahead. I don't know. I like. I feel like, like when you first get in high school, like you're just trying to make friends for real. Oh yeah, that's everybody's. That's like, everyone's goal. It's, it's the actions and it's the experiences that really define if somebody can be your friend or not. Oh yeah. yeah. That that so. is that is definitely no. That's that's spot on. So I'm gonna ask you this though. What are some differences that you noticed from high school till now? As in what aspect? As in like everything, just like life changing, you know, you doing this and that different. Just like you changed as a person from high school till now, to current day. Yeah, I say really the most important thing is that I, I one, I take heed of like how God would feel about certain situations. Like I feel like I definitely grew up in the sense of me thinking before I act. I think that was a big thing, you know, because when you think before you act, like a lot of times your situation going to come out, turn out positive, you know. Um, but I also just think, you know, just with growing up, like you mature, you know what I'm saying? Like facts, facts. there's a lot of there's a lot of old habits that I had that I don't have anymore. Granted, there's still a couple of habits that I have, but like, you know, like I'm aware of them, you know what I'm saying? So like I'm constantly trying to like beat them. You feel me? No, that's true. Um, other than that, I say like what motivated me before doesn't motivate me now. Like I used to be motivated by anger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like just yeah. through like my experiences and that's what motivated me in high school was me trying to prove people wrong, you know? And once I got closer with God again, like I realized that, like, that's not the way to think. Like, you shouldn't be fueled off anger and hate. Like, it should be fueled off love and kindness. You know what I'm saying? So, Facts. Um, yeah, I say that changed. And then really just my whole mindset on the world. Like, you know me, bro. Like, I'm a genuine person. Like, I don't go out my way to do something negative in somebody's life. Like, I don't even think negative really anymore. No, and definitely. When I, do catch myself, when I do catch myself thinking negatively, I feel like I didn't develop a couple of habits to make me like snap out of it, you know, cause Definitely. you know, what's, 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 what's life worth, you know, just focusing on negative stuff. Like I don't even like negativity. Like when I'm around it, I instantly try to remove myself. Yeah, no, It's contagious, man. It really is, it's bro. It really like, is. And you can, you can get put in such a dark place from it. And like, like I said, everybody's situation is different. Some people, some people go deeper down that road than others. You know what I'm saying? But everybody done battled with it. You feel me? No. Yeah. Without a doubt. So, Cause I'm a, like, I like how you said negativity because me, I'm the type of person, you know, I'm a, you know me, I'm like a, I'm like a hyper happy, like jitty type of dude. So if I'm around a negative person, I immediately exit myself out of that situation because I've been around that and I just can't do it. I I hate negativity. I hate people who's complaining about this, crabby about this. I cannot, whoever is like talking shit about people, I can't be around that. Like negativity, negativity is not. It's, I can't have it in my bubble. I can't. Yeah. But I'm going to ask you this. So if you were speaking on, you know, you say you like to lead with kindness. So I'm going to ask you this. If you had to choose between loyalty or respect, which one would you choose? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna see because it's almost like a trick question. I feel like right off the bat, like if somebody has five seconds to choose, they would say loyalty, right? No, definitely, definitely. 
But I feel like respect is better because when you respect somebody, they you put them on like a higher pedestal. If that makes sense. Oh no, definitely. I'm a, I'm in agreement. Like for for instance, like I feel like loyalty can only be so many ways. Like you can be loyal to somebody, but like then talk shit on them. You feel yep, me? Yep. But like it ain't really affecting you. Like that's still like you still like that's still your dog. Woo, woo, woo. But like you can still act whatever way when they're not around. You feel me? Like. Definitely, respect, definitely. Respect goes like miles. You feel me? Like, for example, we can bring it back to sports. Like, um, like LeBron, he's yeah. had loyal teammates, right? And we'll bring up Mario Mario Chalmers. Like, he, that was a loyal teammate that he won championships with, right? Definitely. But then seeing him talking on down on LeBron's name, like years after. You feel me? Yep, yep. And that's because he didn't respect LeBron. And he said it. He said, I don't respect LeBron. But he was definitely a loyal teammate. You feel me? No, that's true. That's a good example. So I feel like I feel like when, when you respect somebody, like, you see them in such a, such a positive light that, like, you can't. That's not something that really can be altered, you know? Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Because, like. Yeah, that's how I feel. Because for me. Like you said, I'm I'm in agreement with you. But before, when I got I got asked this question a while ago, and at first I said loyalty, but then I really sat there and thought about it. Like you said, loyalty can go only some way. You can have loyalty towards a person and still get snaked because they have loyalty to you and they won't be a hundred percent with you with anything. Respect. If I respect someone, I have the utmost respect for a person. I won't do anything to them where I won't harm them. I won't do anything. I I I help I hold you on the throne. Like I, I respect you. So that's that's literally like I'm so glad you said that too, because the first time I said loyalty and now nah, I, I switched over to respect like a couple months ago, but I, I agree with you for sure. Okay. But I'm gonna ask you this though. So you, you talked about high school. Now let's flip it over. Another year to college. How's it? How's it being a student athlete? Um, I mean, it well it depends on where you at, right? So Cordy is a private Christian school, so it's not really, um, it's not like the 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 concept of like a college atmosphere isn't like felt as much. You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like some other D tools that are like public schools, like UMD. Or like Mankato, you know what I'm saying? No, definitely, you know definitely. how they get. You feel me? Oh yeah, for sure. But um, I don't know. Like for me, like where I'm at, like one, I chose Concordia also just because of the connections that I was able to build with my coaches when they were recruiting me, but also because of my faith. You know? Yep, yep. And that was during a time where I feel like my faith was really, really strong. Like I remember senior year, like during COVID, like a lot of people got depressed, like. And I was mad I couldn't go to church, but that was probably some of the most I've been in the book. See, that's good. You that's know? good. And being in an environment where I know that, like, my teachers and my coaches and other players, like, they're here because they have some type of religion with God, like, some type of faith. Like, at the end of the day, like, you want to surround, like, you are who you surround yourself with. So definitely, definitely. The fact that I'm surrounding myself with a Christian environment. You know, like that was important to me. Uh, I feel like, I mean, this semester being injured and missing the season, like I was definitely able, like I'm, I've been having pretty good grades, but when I'm battling going to games and trying to do homework at the same time, like, no, yeah. it's definitely not easy. Like 
and you, you know what I'm saying? You're going to want to, like, still have fun. Like, you're still going to want to hop in the game or maybe go out with your teammates, you know? So definitely. when you're playing, like, it's definitely harder to, like, make those sacrifices. But then again, it just comes back to, like, the maturity part, you know, and holding yourself accountable so that you can get what you need to get done, you know? so No, definitely. So you I feel like... You said what? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I said I feel like uh, throughout college, I've definitely improved in that aspect, really. I feel you, like, bro. My work, my whole work ethic. Like when I came here, I thought I knew what working hard was, and then different ball game. And just, yeah, and then just keep getting better. Like this last summer, like I didn't got big. Like I was lifting. I thought I was lifting like a lot, you know, just because like my body was so sore. But then instead of just lifting, like the, unconsciously, like the lifting became strategic. Oh, and there's I'm there, there. I'm glad you that's said that. You know, that's, part of, that's part of the evolution. You feel me? That's how. That's part of you, like improving. You know. So, and then once I started doing that. Then all of a sudden, I started seeing, like, the results that I wanted to see, woo-woo. And, like, obviously, it's going to motivate you to do more when you can see yourself improving, you know? so Without a doubt. Um, yeah, I feel like that's definitely really what's been changing throughout college for me. Just battling both and continuing to keep my head straight. I think i also say, and I know a lot of athletes who relate to this, is, like, a lot of times we let our sport kind of dictate how we feel, you know? Definitely, definitely. And my yep. freshman year... My freshman year, we didn't have a season, but fall camp, I was doing really, really, really good. And then my grandfather had died um, towards, I think, January, December. Mm-hmm. And um, I came back for spring ball, and I really wasn't – I mean, I played good in the spring game, but, like, up to that point, the practice – like, I had some bad practices, you know? Yep, yep. And, like, I would let it eat me, like, almost, like, make me depressed – I know exactly I letting, what you mean. I was letting my sport determine how I felt, not only about myself, but, like, how I presumed others to view me. Like, I'm thinking that others are defining me by what they see from me on the field, you know? No, yeah. And it was something that, it hit me hard. Like, I went through a lot, you know what I'm saying? But, again, being able to fall back on God, you know, and part of this injury, like, helped me realize that, too, because I feel like I broke out of it my freshman year, but... Again, once I started doing good, like last year when I scored, I thought I was like the man, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sure. not often that like, you know, your first college catch is a touchdown. Like I had just been blessed and like. Oh, definitely. Oh, like, damn. That's like, less lit. Me, like, I felt like I earned it. Like, yeah, this is a testimony that like how powerful God is. But at the same time, like I was like, I worked so hard for this. Woo woo. And, you know, like it, it almost arrogantly made me more confident in a way. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. No, I feel you. And, uh. Yeah, man, I just, <laughs> like, and then, like, getting hurt this year, like, I, I was really grinding this summer. Like, I'm sure you've seen all my stories, um, and then getting hurt this year was kind of another another humbling experience of, like, you know, relax. Because yeah. then I got to the point where football was, like, my everything. Like, No, it's like competitive nature. Also, yeah. it's a good thing, but also a bad thing. But I wouldn't even yeah. consider it even being a bad thing. It's just, like, you have that competitive nature inside you, bro. Yeah, but then it becomes a bad thing, though, when you're letting it control your life. You True. Like, I agree. Yeah, I think, like, I was, like, my grandfather, even though all all that stuff I went through, he had his funeral in Africa. I skipped his funeral. I was supposed to, the first time I could have gone to Africa, I skipped his funeral to stay and in the summer with my football team. I feel you. I feel you. Back, I would definitely go oh, his funeral. You feel me? No, yeah. Especially with me, like, you understand how deep this is. Like, I'm the firstborn grandson. You yeah. know how in Africa everything is like 
amplified. You know what I'm saying? So no, yeah. They're like, you know, traditionally they're like, where is the first grandson? Like, I'm not there because I'm choosing some sport that I may or may not be playing after college. You know. No, I feel you. Know what I'm saying? Like, it's not because nothing's guaranteed. Like, I can get hurt again. You know what I'm saying? Like, True. I'm putting the sport over family. Like, that's like I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I regret it. But like, you know, there's nothing I can go back and do. It's more of a thing that I have to just remember for next time. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. But, yeah. um, yeah, man, I just, yeah, like, I feel like once you let your sport control you, like, it really puts you in a dark place, but. I agree. Um, again, like I said, through God, I done beat it, you know what I'm saying? And he, 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 he kept me out this season, right, to really, really make me learn, you know what I'm saying? He testing you out, he testing you out. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he ain't going, you know, every battle he gives, his hardest battles, he gets his strongest soldiers and. You know, he's not going to give you something that is too much for you. He's going to give you something that he knows that you can conquer. So No, I agree. I agree 100%. I like, I like that you, you speak on that. But I want to say, I want to tell you this, bro, for real, for real. For your, for your grandpa's sake, I know you regret it, and, like, you're going to have that regret, but do not dwell on that, bro. Now now you, you, can, you can think about it, but now you know what your purpose is. When you're playing football, you you did that for football, and now you know what you got to do in football, and that's what you should, that should be in the back of your mind every snap of the play. Yeah. Don't don't do not dwell on that, bro. Like regret can break a person, bro. If people hold on regrets for a long time, and that can break a person. RP to them for sure, without a doubt. Without a doubt. But so do appreciate not, you. Without a doubt, bro. But do not dwell on that, bro. Like you got like you got to keep going, bro. Trials and tribulations, bro. Yeah, man, and that's just kind of like, I feel like there's so many other athletes that have had to, like, you know, juggle with that, you know? Definitely. So. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So, I remember you, you, so you brought up, you know, being in college is a different atmosphere than going to, like, a, being in a a Christian college, going, it's a difference between, like, you know, like the Mankato, for example. How important was that for you to make that move? Um, well, like, in reality, like, at the time, like, like, again, like I said, like, I had just rekindled my relationship with God, and I felt like, you know, there's, like, you gotta think, like, I was praying before every game, I was praying after games, like, I'm praying while I'm on the field, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like, 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 straight like that, and, like, I stopped, you know, I, I caught myself, like, when I was struggling, like, I, it was because I had stopped praying, yep, you feel yep. me, and, um, I don't know. I just wait. What was the question again? <laughs> you, got me... <laughs> you got me rambling. You got me rambling. Shit. Hold I said. You got me reminiscing. I lost myself in the song. No, you, you, your shit was definitely refreshing right there. <laughs> Yo, Joe was definitely doing that. Uh, will of will will of death. Nah, I said. So you say you went to Concordia. You know, it's a Christian yeah. school. How important was was that for you to make that move, yeah. go to a, a chill, relaxed, more vibe type of college compared to like a high lifestyle party type of college? Yeah, and like other than like my faith, like I feel like it was just better for me as a whole because you know a lot of people go there knowing that, right? So it's gonna be a lot of people that you meet that have like a faith. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Not just like someone that says, oh, like I'm Christian, you know, because they go to church, you know, 
on Christmas and Easter every year. You feel me? Definitely, yep, yep. Like, whereas, like, a public school, like, you're going to find, you know, women that is only going to want to be with you because, you know, you on the football team, but, like, you know how it get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It get bad out there, you know? And then, like, on top of that, like, Cordy is a small school, so, like, I can build a one-on-one relationship with my teachers. You feel me? Yep. And, like, that's always been something that's important for me. You know, you got these bigger campuses where you got 100 kids in class. Like, you ain't got the option, for real. Like, you got to either show up or, like, try and make friends in class. But, like, that one-on-one connection with your teacher, you're not going to have, for real. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, that's definitely an advantage, I feel like, here that I like a lot compared to, like, some of my other friends that, like, go to other schools. And, like, they tell me, it's like, well, how do you even learn? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't ask... Um, a teacher or a regular cr- a question in a lecture compared to, like, you know, a class of 30 people compared to a class of, like, 100 people. You feel me? Like, Definitely. for me, I, I was an extrovert, but I feel like I'm more introverted now. So, like, for me, raising my hand to ask a question in front of 100 other people, I'm like, damn, like, I don't even want to answer, ask, raise my hand because I don't want to sound like a dumbass, you know what No, I'm I know like, exactly I what you mean. Like, it's true. You feel me? And, like, I don't got to worry about that, like, a lot of the people that I have in my classes are people that are either one, my teammates or two, like people that I've had in class before that I've able to build relationships with, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, that's what's so. up. So let me ask you this, cause you brought up faith, you brought up God a lot. So when did you find the faith in God? Well, at what age, when did it, when did it, when did your faith grow the strongest? I think, hmm. Okay, so. Yeah, and also. All right, so look. So, two years ago now, my sophomore year of college, I had got rebaptized, right? Mm hmm. Um, which was important for me, but I, at first, I, because I, I could have always got rebaptized, but I thought, you know, when you got baptized as a baby, like, that's what it was. Like, why would I get baptized again, right? Yep, yep. Then I realized, you know, like, when you're a baby, you don't really have no conscience. Like, this is you doing something for yourself. So, um, I feel like once I got baptized and then I got my tattoos that were about God, like, that also kind of amplified it for me. But I really feel like the most important part was uh, kind of like, you know, my my uh, foundation. Definitely. Um. And not that like my parents forced religion on me, right? No, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of just a typical like you know your mom like gets you up on Sundays, you're mm-hmm. not trying to go, and you go to church, you know, you go to you go to um, Sunday school and all that, and your mom's forcing you to dress up in like some collar t-shirt, long sleeve, you know what I'm saying? You know well, how that be buttoned down, right? But um, I had a pastor, and his name was Pastor Peter. Um, R.I.P. to him. He he. I never, I mean, I was a little kid, but I never, like, I never really got to tell him how I felt because uh, my uncle at the time, he he was one of the pastors, and he had moved to Philly. So once he had moved to Philly, we had stopped going to the church, actually, right? Yep, yep, yep. And then we had went back after a couple of years, and I found out he was dead, and, like, I was totally devastated. But then I realized that, like, everything he had taught me was, like, stuff that I had still lived by today, like, you feel me? And like without him, like I wouldn't have the relationship with God that I have. Um, and what he did really was he would just ask me questions and talk with me for real. 
Like he made me feel important. Even as a little kid, like he made me feel heard, right? Yep. But we were so close to the point where like he knew that I was really into comic books and there's this book called The Good and Evil, right? Mm-hmm. And it's basically the entire Bible in a comic book format. So it's very like I still, oh, type, I still type. have it today. I still have it today. I carry it in my backpack. Like I read it all the time. You feel me? Like it's like that's what I'm saying. Like that's really like my foundation for real. Like that's what's up, bro. Because when my mom's telling me, oh, like you should read the Bible, like it's very, especially as a kid, like it was very hard for me to really, because the way obviously some of the scripture is written, depending on what version of the Bible you read, like how sophisticated it is at the age of six and seven, like you ain't going to understand that for real. Oh, yeah, you know no, what I'm no. But when it's like animated and it's not a movie and it was like a book and it was a comic, which I was obsessed with at the time. I mean, I still love comic books now. I just don't really go on my way to go grab them. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it changed my life. Like, I the first you. time I read the Bible, like, the entire Bible was because of that book. Now, mind you, it doesn't throw up every verse in there, but it explains every story talked about in the Bible, like, all the way throughout, even Revelation, bro. Like, no, I know exactly what you mean. I had one of those. It, yeah, and it put it put it into, like, in a totally different perspective. And, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I was obsessed with that book, bro. Like I would read it all the time. It's my favorite book. Like I did not ever read it. Like I would read it to bed. I would read it when I woke up. I would read it during my when we had lunchtime. Right. <laughs> like straight like that, bro. Like and I, God bless this man. Like I wish. Like I really do wish I could go back and tell him how much, like I like I thank him and like I prayed on it. Like and I remember like when he died. Like I prayed like crying. You know like. And I remember like telling my like telling God like telling him thank you you know what I'm saying because yep. it's one of those things that like you know when I when I pass and you know God for you know God God willing you know I make it up there in heaven like I know He's gonna be there like that's gonna be a, like you know what I'm saying it's one of the things like I, I don't want to get so emotional but like yeah like it's one of them things like he he was I can't really consider him a father figure but he had that kind of impact on my life I feel it bro so. And nothing wrong with being emotional, bro. You can you can tell the truth, bro. Yeah. And if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, now that I think about it, I think the first time we met was that church camp. I forgot what it was called. Yeah. We met at uh, NYC. Yep, that's what it was. That's, yeah. a, that's a national uh, church camp. Hey, that church camp was fun, bro. I'm never gonna lie. You know but like, you see how God worked, bro. Like we met we met through God, bro. That's true, bro. I I, I mean, yeah, that's true. And now we're still talking to this day, six years later. That's what I'm saying. So, like, all, like I'm saying, like, everything. That's why, like, all my blessings in life, like, every opportunity I've been given is because of him. Like, and I, I try my hardest not to take it for granted, you know? Oh, definitely. Like, that's why when I, I pray every night before I go to sleep and when I wake up, you know, I remember to thank God for another day because, man, like, thing is promised. Like, I could die on this phone call, God forbid, but, like, you know what I'm saying? No, like, definitely. Still, like, and that's how real it is. And I think for some people, they don't really understand it till it's, till it's too late. But I also feel like part of our job as people who have a voice, you know, me being an athlete, you being how you are on social media and even doing these podcasts, like yep. it's really our job to try and help create more followers, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. On this planet of Christ, but like the right way, you know? No, I feel like you. Somebody's not feeling forced. Because I think a lot of people 
find God when they're at their lowest, when they're sitting in the jail cell, when someone died close to them, when they lost. Yeah, but that shouldn't always have to be. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that you say that because if you think about it in the Bible, like all the people that Jesus had chosen, like even Paul, like Paul's uh, a disciple, but they talk about in the Bible how he was murdering other Christians. Definitely. Yep. I remember that. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and, you know, Jesus was saving and healing, you know, murderers, thieves, you know, people that were sick and ill in the head, people that were possessed, that nobody wanted anything to do with, you know, people that were considered outcasts, like people who were like, people who had no type of verification, even, even if you think about it in the sense, be in Jesus's presence, you know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely, yeah. And those are the people that he went out and changed their lives, you know, so... That's one thing that I always think about is like, if for the new new followers, like it don't matter where you are in your journey for real, like at all, you know, there's no like you don't have to clean yourself up to like go into Christ. Like you can just like you just do it. No thanks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to like oh I can't be in a close relationship with God because I gotta you know handle this and this in my life and it's like nah like that's what He's here for you know and. Oh, yeah. Helping you know, people who haven't been, um, what's the word I'm looking for? People that haven't been like shown like the way of Christ. Like I feel like that's kind of like what they say. Oh yeah. Like it's a valid excuse because you know, like I kind of understand the point, but at the same time, like I don't know. No, they definitely. Just, you know, some yeah. people just honestly like the people like you said that just never got guided towards it. They just don't know. And if you open your ears to them, 50 out of 50, half of them are willing to learn. Half of them like, ah, eh, whatever. Well, that's a, those are the type of people you got to keep guiding. Yeah, bro. But we're going to jump into a little different topic. We're going to get to something else. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Because I saw her at the Friendsgiving. What's your relationship life like? Talk to me. Talk to me. Oh. <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me. She she with me right now, so I'm not gonna say too much. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's definitely a learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't here sit here and act like I'm perfect. You know, I'm human. I'm I'm mess up. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. One thing that I like, I, I've been like learning. You know, like how God. You know, Jesus. For example, when Jesus saw that lady and she, he, or in the, in the middle of the street, and they're gonna stone her to death because mm-hmm. she was in a uh, what she do? She was a she was a widow who had like done something with another man. Yep, and Jesus yep. said, "Throw the stone at the one who has sinned or who hasn't sinned." You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. And, like concept of like forgiveness and like not holding grudges. You know, and again with like the positivity, like that for me has been like one of the big things, and also like you know me learning how to talk to her like she's not my friend but like like she's like my girl like this is like really like my first real like thing for real so uh-huh. it's been a learning experience you know I, don't, I definitely can't say I make it easy on her all the time but I feel it. how long have you guys been dating? Uh, well we've been talking for a while but I didn't start dating her until like the beginning of September type type no honestly bro th- there's two main things in my opinion that is golden in relationships Number one is communication, 
And number so two, definitely communication. Yeah. And number two is making sure both partners are making each other better as a person. If you got those two things, you're golden. Yeah. So I would definitely, for advice, advice for you, just make sure y'all got those two things going on and you be golden. You will be golden. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I feel like, I feel like I try to make her a better woman. I feel like she tries to make me a better man too in some, like, Cause you know I mean I'm emotional so no yeah I well I remember I, there's been plenty of times where I've gotten amped up and like her just being there like she be calming me down so easy you know no and definitely it's also helped me I think in like when it comes to like thinking before I act you know yep yep so man hey no wrong with that but I saw yeah. I saw uh, I'm gonna bounce I'm gonna bounce I'm gonna bounce one more time. So I saw you dropped a little song. So what's the, what's the deal with that? You dropped one song, yeah. you just dipped out. Like what's what's the word uh, with that? So uh, I uh, I got an EP coming. Okay, uh, okay. Five songs. Uh, it's gonna have a couple producers that you might have heard of. I ain't gonna say too much. Type type. And a very familiar artist in the underground. Um, but yeah, it's so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, it depends. You talking about on SoundCloud or on uh, Apple Music and Spotify? I'm talking about all of that, all of the above. Okay, so, yeah, um, basically, I've I always been able to freestyle, and my homie had freestyle. He had mixed one of my freestyles that I did in his his studio a while, like a long, long while back. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, he told me, come through, let's work some. I showed him a couple of the music I had been listening to. And he was like, oh, you like Rage Beats? Went in the free, in the studio, freestyle. You know, I was like, I'm sipping that Dirty Diana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ice Nirvana. Black and White Diamonds like Panda. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, woo-woo, like, it just came as what it went. Um, but, nah, it's been a journey, bro. Like, I'm blessed to even be talented, to even be doing that. Like, I really got fans now. Like, and people hitting me up, trying to work with me. Like, you know, I just dropped a song on SoundCloud like that. That song I made in 45 minutes, bro, like, after class, in my homie's dorm room. Then I left to go back to class, and I never touched it again. And then I just dropped it as, like, a throwaway, and that did 3,000, three like, 3,000 people like that. like that. No, <laughs> so, yeah. You caught me off guard, bro, because, like, because I used to make music, and I was like, I wonder what type of how he going to come on the mic. And, like, I did not expect you to come on a rage beat, first off. And I not and I did not expect you to sound like that. Yeah, I mean, I hey man, it's it's been a journey. I will say it's like kind of like weird how like every song I've made since Dirty Diana has been better. Oh, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. And like I feel like the more accustomed to it, like me and my um, me and one of some artists, uh, I'm in a Discord right now actually with a bunch of other artists, and one thing that we was talking about is how like. Some people just get it, and some people don't. You feel me? Oh, definitely. Some people can really adapt to the music really easy, and some people can't, you know? So for me, it's just been, like, taking little tips I can learn from, like, other artists in, like, how I can improve myself. Because it is hard to, like, do school, music, and football, right? Oh, definitely. It was more of, like, a I can do this and make a little bit of money off of it. If I end up blowing up, then, like, it is what it is. Um... But like, yeah, like, I don't know, man. I'm excited. Like, the EP gonna be fire. Man, I'm looking like, forward to it. I 
Yeah, bro. Like, I got some features coming up with uh, Trap Go Crazy. Shout out Trap Go Crazy, man. He a real, he a real one for real. Um, blessed to have the opportunity, and you know, I, I sent him my verse. He likes it, so we should be having that come out here in the next two weeks. Uh, about to have some two songs with him actually, and hopefully we can continue to collab in the future. You know, who knows? He might just end up hopping on the EP last minute. You know? No, definitely, so, definitely. Uh, yeah, bro. It's. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, you got any questions? Like, you feel me? Like you said, what? You got any questions about the music? No, yeah. yeah. For the people that don't know, uh, SoundCloud is at J Rain J R E I G N N two N's. Um, same thing with Instagram. You know, if you need some good music, you know, tap in because I make whatever. You know, so definitely late, late, late night drives. Making <laughs> up in the morning, going to the gym. It is what it is. Like good music is good music. Um, I definitely think the rest of y'all are gonna fuck with it. Especially when the EP drop, I got some real special shit that I got coming up for y'all. A lot of different variety, um, but uh, yeah, Absolutely. I finally—I guess you could say—I finally found myself on this EP. So that's what's up, bro. Make sure when you drop the EP, well, you should be promoting right now, but promoting should be your number one best friend, bro. Yeah. And I have not seen your, your Dirty Diana song promoting much, so you definitely need to oh, hop on I that. I mean, it's because that's—that was just like that was just like you gotta think, bro, like. I did some numbers off that, and then I dropped Rain, and, like, bro, so on SoundCloud right now, Dirty Diana got 590 plays. That Rain song, that throwaway song that took me 45 minutes, yep. has 3,411 plays. Type, 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 type. You feel me? So, like, I just, you know what I'm saying? I didn't promote it my page for, like, not too much, but I like, like, it's crazy because I dropped that song, like, randomly. Like, I just dropped it. You definitely did. You definitely did. It. And it did 3K, you know? And I kind of like, I kind of like the suspiciousness, like, you know, like the Cardi, the Cardi aspect of it, you know? Oh, no, yeah. But that's what I meant when I say, like, I'd be like, kind of listening, seeing how other, other artists move, like, and like, obviously, you know, like, I ain't trying to be like nobody else. Like, I want to be like Rain, you know, Jay Rain, but um, tactics, other people's tactics definitely do work. Um, oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, definitely, uh, I got to figure out how to use TikTok and Triller, but. Um, I was thinking about putting a couple of the songs on the EP on there. Definitely put you it know, on TikTok. Just, Definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got something coming. I appreciate you though. You know. For sure. But yeah, definitely, definitely, things is coming. So what's your uh, what's your plans with music going forward? What you plan on doing with it? Really, I mean, I'm drop this EP. See how I do. I mean, if it do how I think it's gonna do with everything that I got coming together, like should be able to make some decent amount of money. You know, get get my name out there. Hopefully, maybe go down California, like Texas, you know, Houston, or even Atlanta around, like, a lot of the other artists that make the same music as me and, you know, perform with them, you know, and really kind of, you know, because it's, it's all fun. Like, this music stuff really fun. Yeah, like, it definitely is. I enjoy it a lot. So It's a way to express yourself. Yeah, a great way to express myself, for real. And, you know, I feel like just being relatable to people, that's, like, the most important part, like, when I got people that hit me up and be like, bro, like, I felt your song, like, for real, for real, like, thank you for that, you know, like, just being able to make somebody's day, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that, like, that just, that means a lot to me, so. No, I feel you. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that, because there's going to be a lot of different emotions on the EP, like. You definitely got some man, talent, bro. I can't even cap, bro, like. Bro, X, I promise you, after this podcast, bro, I'm going to send you some stuff, bro. You definitely send me it, bro. It's, it's bro, like, I'm going to just tell you like this, man. If 
first song EP produced by Alan Core. And I don't know if y'all know who that is. Y'all can go search him up if y'all want. Type, Shout type. out to him. But uh, I got some I got some real top-notch producers on this. Like, we've been working. I've been tapped in. Like, just asking other artists how they feel about my music. You know, trying to get real, like, real opinions, you know, from people that I feel, you know, people that I look up to in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And no, definitely. Everything's, everything's been good. You know, it's all, it's all positive. So, I mean, if that's the case, then I'm going to just keep pushing until, you know, I... You know, till till stuff changes, you know, and not everybody gonna like it. You know, of course, everybody got their own type of genre. That's what comes with the job. Yeah, but like at the same time, I feel like for the people that do listen to the same music as I do, all I'm gonna say is, hey, give it a chance. Cause, I mean, I listen to the music I listen to, and sometimes I listen, I'm like, man, they ain't do justice on this beat for real. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. So like, that's also probably the reason why I wanted to rap, cause I was like, man, like. I know I can do better than some of these dudes. They just got like this and this and this and this opportunity. But like, instead of making excuses, I made, I went out and made stuff happen for myself, you know? So. No, definitely. Definitely. That's what's up. You definitely got some talent, bro. That's without a doubt. Sure. Definitely got Appreciate some... you, fam. For sure. Without a doubt. I'm going to ask you this one last question. Now, this question is definitely going to have you thinking. Because every time I ask this question, everybody be thinking. So I'm, I'm going to ask you this. What is one of the best advice you you have ever received? I knew he was going to be thinking. I knew that brain, that noggin was going to be ticking. I knew that noggin was going to be ticking. Gosh. Are you just talking about, like, just life in general? Life in just general. What What is, like, a quote that you heard, something that your, something that your fam told you, anything? That just something that's... The words I just stuck with you and that you carry on throughout life. I'll give you a moment of silence. <laughs> what do you think? It's a tough one, bro. It's a tough one. See, bro, you got me looking through screenshots. <laughs> like some type of verse or something. They can even be a Bible verse, bro. Just something that just stuck with you. That you just carry on. Okay, if we're going to talk about Bible verse, I say anything in the book of Proverbs and Romans. Um, for those who are listening, like, when y'all go in those two books, like, just read it. It's kind of quick, but it's Proverbs is almost like a lot of life lessons. Uh, Romans is more dictative stuff uh, for you to do. Um, but uh, both those... Both those books in the Bible, I feel like, had a big impact in me. I mean, no homo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like... <laughs> Ooh, yeah, definitely Romans. Yeah, I'm not going to say a Romans verse, but Romans is very, very, very powerful. I'll say this, bro. i say... What you guys say? Most important, I think the most important thing that someone has, gen, I'll give you a generalization. Because I can't really give you specific words. Um, I feel like the best advice that I've ever been given is to put God first. Yep, I like that. I like that. Um, and I say that because, again, like how we talking about, like, 
a lot of the stuff that I have and a lot of people have had, like, well, just everything. None of this that we, the none of the air we breathe, none of the things that we see, none of the things that we taste, hear, like all them senses, like none of that exists without God, you know? And I can't say that when I do put God first in any situation that it's ever turned out negative. Like every time I've done that, I've weeped like blessings from it. You know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah. That saying, what they say is like, you weep what you sow. When you really put in time to like really dedicate yourself to this, like God will bless you. And it's not, it, can, it may not be right away. And you also may not realize it, right? Definitely. But like at the same time, also like, you got to think about it like some people, like you got to think about it like this. Just even breathe is a blessing, you know what I'm saying? Well, I know. Right? So like if there's something that you're dealing with that you want to happen, like just hold faith because God always going to come through. Like he ain't never not come through, came through. That's the one thing I will say. Well, I don't know. When everybody else turned their back on me and I was by myself, God was the only one that was with me. It was me and him. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So... No, yeah, that's, that's the best advice I could give. That's the best advice anyone's given to me, and the best advice I've given is to really keep your faith. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it, and I respect it. Because on your deathbed, ain't nobody else going to be with you but you and him. Yep, me? I agree. Your friends can't come with you when you die. Your parents can't come with nope. you. Nope. Your PS5, your girl can't come with you. That Rolex watch that you bought <laughs> can't come with you. Nada. James can't come with you, man. Just your soul, so... For real, for real. Continue to build up your soul. Do so. shit. I like that, bro. I'm a, I'm in the podcast. Any last things you want to say? Any last words? Promote anything? Promote your music? The floor is yours. Uh, y'all go follow my uh, what's it called? SoundCloud, Apple, my Spotify. Rap account at J Rain. Um, J R E I G N. Uh, two N's. Uh, y'all can follow my main account, JRE11 Gen. Um, she, uh, if y'all need help with y'all faith, uh, hit me up. You know, I'm not, obviously, again, I'm not perfect, but I can do my best, you know, give you guys some verses, lead y'all in the right direction. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm glad to call you my friend, X. You like, as well, bro. Man, bro. This is a real good dude, man. Um, appreciate that, bro. I appreciate you know you keeping us out with me for all these years, man. And here's to many more. God, God bless, man, for real. So definitely, bro. You as well, bro. You as well. All right, bro. Make sure y'all walk it like you talk it. This is the Walk It Talk It podcast. And then I'm out. Peace out, Julius. Yeah. Yeah. Peace.